welcome to the Transformation Station, where your journey to a better life begins. Your hosts, Alex Sapala and Steve Kane, share quality, world-class material that fuels personal growth and transformation. Poignant, practical, and replicable, they will inspire you on your journey to living the life of your dreams. Let's drop into their conversation now. G'day, Alex. How you going, mate? Good, Steve. How you going, bud? Good, good. Welcome to Transformation Station once again. I'm going to title this Eight Things That I Confirmed To Be True. So you got eight things. Eight things. That's good. Eight Narrowed things. it down. What's the first one that you're going to unpack with me? Change shows your character. So mm. I believe that those of us who will succeed and the ones that will succeed the most will adopt what we know as a leader mindset. And that mindset is ready for challenge, ready to serve, ready to remain open and kind, ready to push themselves to be the best version possible. Now, for the dedicated few out there who have adopted this mindset, they've stayed humble, they've stayed compassionate, they've stayed centered, and they've been leading through a tough year of pandemic, of politics, of quarantines, of fear, of a ton of misinformation, of advancement. They've led through hope and renewal. And all of those opportunities that they've and challenges that we've faced is really what your character is made of. Mm. How we handle change and challenges actually reveals who we really are. And to those who stayed true to your character, who stayed optimistic through the dark times, who disciplined when it was easy to hide and wait, who continued to love their family, even though they disagreed with their views, who continued to be enthusiastic about making this year a test of your best. We see you. We know who you are. We recognize you. And we just want to take a minute to honor you because that character trait the character that you have forged through this year is something that is going to put you in great stead moving forward. Yeah, I really like that, you know, that change shows your character. Certainly this year has been a big year for so many people, hasn't it? Mm. To kind of figure out what's deep inside me and what is it that holds me true in moments like these. Right, absolutely. And that's really when it comes pouring out, isn't it? We... They say that the contents of your heart are spilled when you're squeezed enough. Mm. And I think this year has been a, a real squeeze on a lot of people. Yeah. What was the next thing that you kind of came up with when you were reflecting? Yeah. And again, these are, these are personal truths that I've really, fa uh, really forged this year. And the second one, Steve, is about judging less and feeling better. Mm. Now, a mantra I began a few years ago, and I have taught previously, and I've spoken about... Uh, on this podcast as well as I, with other things that I've I've spoken to with some of my coaching clients as well, is it's a, a huge lesson for this year and that's about not judging others. The more that you judge the other side and those who think differently than you, the more you live in a year of condemnation. You're cancelling out your outrage, your anger, your vitriol, tribalism. These are all things you end up when you are casting judgment on other people. And those aren't places that are peaceful. Those are places that are really filled with angst and anger towards others. Now, if you've learned to simply allow other people to have their opinions and you didn't feel the need to dominate others with your values or your beliefs, 
and you learn to observe and to think and communicate without losing your emotional center or compassion, I can tell you, the better you feel. Mm-hmm. Now, when you lose your center, when you feel really awful, don't judge yourself or others. Don't judge them harshly or quickly or don't judge them unfairly. Just sit back and allow others to have their opinions. Allow them. Just because it's different to yours doesn't make it wrong. I really like that because a lot of people are not able to separate out people's opinions from the person. Right. Because we all hold our opinions and viewpoints in a state of, well, generally, a state of growth and flux and change. Or fear. Yeah. What we think now may be different to what we thought five years ago. Right. So to give people space to grow and develop, I really like that rather than trying to, you know, everyone must think like I do and I must try to convince everybody of my viewpoint. Yeah. Those people are hard to be around. And also for those people, it's very, it takes a lot of energy to constantly be trying to bring people across to your side of the fence all the time. Absolutely. And you spend most of the time in that trying to get them across your fence and you lose yourself. You lose who you are trying to bring them all over to you. So, And sometimes in that process, you lose a friendship. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm really liking the way you're unpacking some of your heart. What else have you picked up? Number three is priority orders. And the things that I hold in priority are God, family, and and my health. There's no explanation really needed on this. The question here is, how did you do? And did you call on him during tough times? And we all had them this year. Did you reach out to your family during lockdown? Did you honor them? Did you honor your family? Did Did you work out? Did you actually do some exercise where you had all that time during lockdown? Did you optimize your health to position yourself stronger and healthier in a pandemic? I know I have. But whatever your answer is, again, no judgment here. Be even more intentional and disciplined. And don't be hard on yourself. We can't change anything of the past, but we can really create a whole new ending. Yeah, I like that. Drawing a line in the sand, stepping over it. What's done's done. Let's look forward. Let's move forward and think about what the key priorities are. I noticed you had God, family and health. And I think that's an excellent base to build from because if you've got those things, then all these other things in our work lives and professional lives, they are built on those things. Exactly. If those things aren't in place, then really you, you struggle, don't you? That's right. So, okay, hit us up with your next one. Ah, self-confidence makes a real difference. And confidence, let's get this squared up. Yeah. We've got to have confidence in ourselves. But confidence is the belief in one's ability to figure things out to find a solution to a problem. But we can't do that if we are always in the red brain status where we are filled with emotions and fear. Mm. We need to switch to what we spoke about, and that's a blue brain. So we've got to move our brain from red brain to blue. Now, do you remember we talked about switching from red to blue? It's more rational, more intentional rather than emotional thinking. Exactly. And if you haven't bought the book yet, Lighting the Blue Flame is the book, and it's a fabulous book. So the reality is switching from red to blue, it also takes conscious effort to actually switch across. Did you remember to switch when times got tough? Did you remember to switch out from red to blue? Did you begin each day ready to figure things out or did you tell yourself that you can't? These are all positive choices that you have 
to prepare yourself for each and every day. And we all know God only gives us one day, doesn't promise us anything, he gives us one day at a time. Mm. So each day is a new day and we don't have to repeat what we did yesterday. We get a chance to create a new masterpiece for that one day. And we get to choose how we attack that day right at the beginning. So your answer, whether you did or you didn't, we don't want it to become a point of view for self-judgment here and to hold you back. We want to remind you, and as it has been a clear reminder for me, is that I get to choose every day like you do. And we get to switch our brains from anger and fear and uh, wanting to pay someone back and all those sorts of things and the loss and all those, all those sorts of things that take over our minds and our thoughts. And we can switch it over to the blue brain status where we're finding ways out, pathways to create solutions for these problems. Because I, th- I find sometimes with myself, Alex, and I'm sure that you might be able to resonate with this and some of our listeners as well, you have a moment of doubt And in that moment of doubt, you might not know something specifically about a topic or what you're doing. And so there's a moment of doubt and then that triggers an emotional reaction, a red brain thing. Then your body starts getting flooded with chemicals and suddenly then you start freaking out and then you can get paralyzed and or start to look down on yourself because, hey, I don't know this. I don't know. I should be. I should know this by now. So there's this thing, I should know this. Mm. Well, nobody knows everything and there are times you're going to forget things. So instead of being harsh on yourself, turning away from doubt to a little bit of leaning into, no, I can do this. Mm. I have the capacity to learn this or find this information out or grow in my skill base on this. And you have that self-confidence. That's bringing the self-confidence back. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, so... What else did you pick up? You know, and this is a mantra, I guess, that, that has gone around for some time, especially in investment circles, and it's about buying when times are tough. And this year, it's about investing when everyone else is waiting. You know, you look at the stock market and the fluctuations that happens, most of the times, someone is getting out and someone wants to get in, and the person getting in will buy when things are things are tough, and people are all selling, and they'll buy up at a cheaper price, and the price goes back up, and they'll sell. And they're making lots of money on the transition. And it's the same thing with this. A lot of people will go to have gone to work this year while everyone else drowned in pools of pessimism. A lot of people kept building while everyone hid their fears by jumping into more seasons on Netflix. Now, we cancelled our Netflix subscription because I found myself in that space. Right. Now, a lot of people waited and they waited and they waited. Others invested when the chips were down. They worked when others retired. When they retired to the couch and they were watching their Netflix, right? (laughs) Right. So it was a hard year for everyone. I get that. Some took that as an opportunity. Now, you look at what we've done. We've launched two podcast channels. We've established a new business. We bought a piece of real estate. We set up a podcast studio. We set up a filming studio. Mm. We sold some shares. We did some renovations. We got on. We invested and we did things in the time when most people were bunkered down because... There were real opportunities there, and it was one of those things, okay, we chose to either rise above and invest in ourselves and invest in our future, or we could have just bunkered down and just hung on to everything that we had. We could have had the 
sandpit mentality. Right. I call this um, taking advantage of a non-neutral environment. That's a good way of putting it. You really learn more in a non-neutral environment. Well, in a non-neutral environment, you tend to learn a lot more. Yep. And so you can take advantage of those situations and really build and develop yourself and invest, as you said, when those non-neutral environment times arrive. Arrive, absolutely. So and whether it's a change in your job role, whether you've been sacked or whether you, yep. you've got a promotion, suddenly it's a non-neutral environment. There's an opportunity there. You can either see the negative side of that or you can find the positive in that and yep. grow and do something in it. Okay, exactly. that's awesome. Invest when everyone waits. Love that. What else did you pick up? Community really matters. Mm. You talk about friendship groups. You're talking about communities that you are part of, friendship groups, your work groups, your your friends from school. We're talking about church groups. All those things really mattered. And reality, if you did what Dale Carnegie spoke about in his book, I think it was Winning Friends and Influencing People, he talks about making friendships a priority throughout life. This year you would have found that uh, this year was so much more sufferable. And yes, because of the friendships that you built and you had time to actually connect with them, if you took that time to connect with those people, then this year was a little bit more enjoyable because mm. you found that you weren't alone. You were going through it together. Right. And and everyone was suffering together and and hearing of others' pain, uh, other people's pain and, and suffer points. I mean, some people have been locked down for eight months and, you know, we're in Queensland, we haven't suffered that and other people in Victoria have suffered. You know, so everyone's suffered at a different level. We've yeah. all gone through something. And having that connection, that community uh, has really, really mattered. Outside of my wife, and the health of my family, the number one thing that I'm really thankful for this year is my friendships that have kept me feeling like things will be okay. Yeah, thanks, mate. I know you were talking about me of deep course, down mate. in that conversation. So, <laughs> Moving yeah. right along. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm taking every bit I can here, folks. You, you, you're in there, mate. You're in there indeed. Yeah, no. So. Look, I, I've appreciated your friendship and some of our other close friends that we have, that we share together too. It indeed. certainly made it a lot easier, didn't it? Oh, it does. And, yeah. you know, if you're going through something like this alone, your inbuilt mindset is what really can take you in far away places that you don't need to be, whereas your friends can really pull you back and say, hey, you don't need to go there. That's right. So, hey, shift your thinking. Let's move exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Let's move on. All so right. speaking about moving on. Yeah. So what's your next one? Leaders show up. I was amazed at all of the leaders who continue to show up and they continue to lead. Mm. I reread a total of seven leadership books and five psychology-based books to keep me focused on just how incredibly blessed we are. Just how remarkable people can be when it's time to rise up, unite and serve. And this is what I've seen a lot of leaders do this year is a, is that leaders have actually shown up and continued to be there for others and continue to shine a light for others to show the way. And no other year has really reflected this so strongly as it has for me. So leaders showing up is a truth for me. I think if leaders have a sense of the barometer of people's state of being and well-being, mm. You can kind of capture a little bit of that and say, hey, this is what the people need right now. I right. might feel the same as them, yep. but if anyone's going to step up, I need to step up and show up in this space so that I can add value to others and be a blessing to them. Absolutely. Yeah, love that. Okay, leaders show up. 
What's your next one? Last but not least, by right. no means least, these are in no priority order. Yeah. Knowing God really matters. People looked outside of themselves too much, hoping to get signals for how to be, who to be, what to think, and how to feel. Some people say, beware of the noise that accompanies any signals without really understanding or knowing where the signal comes from. And what I'm talking about there is really when we're hearing the voice of God, and that is that small, still voice inside of all of us, which whispers but doesn't yell. Yes. So it's a little one that gives you direction and, and lets you know what to do. But sometimes we are surrounded by so much chatter going on between our ears so much noise is going on we can't we can't hear it being still is what you're saying and listening to what what is that god might be saying to me that that i can learn from exactly yeah you know those signals that we're all looking for and most people looking for externally uh generally come in the way of popularity or power or profit or position the desired signals most people look for are an external recognition of of what they've accomplished. They are wide-eyed, they're open-eared, and they're pleading for anything amid all of the conversation and the comments and judgments that might somehow meet their need for belonging, for acceptance, and for control. I want to urge you to find the voice that says, I am loved, I matter, I am enough. And there's only one that gives you that full sense. And that is God's voice. Go within and listen and tune and feel. In fact, amplify the sound of that voice. There's no anxious terror there. Only the beautiful and unique sound of his voice that's filled with wisdom. I guarantee it will light your fire and give you life purpose and meaning. The power that resides not just in receiving and perceiving God's voice, and hearing it through the noise, but the real power is in knowing, in listening, as it connects you to all your hopes and all your dreams in your heart. Because I say, if you truly love God, he will give you all of the hopes and wishes of your heart. Yeah, the Bible talks about saying that God desires to give us good gifts. Yeah. Uh, You and I are both people of faith. I know that not everyone may necessarily agree with us, but for us, this is really important. And I know it's made a huge difference in our lives this year. Uh, Knowing God really does matter. Mm. And knowing that God's in your boat, no matter what you're going through, you know that you're going to get safely to the other side. Somehow you're going to make it through. And listening to God's voice in your life, really important stuff. And for those of you who may not have tried it, we recommend that you do, that you might get to experience what other people experience when they do that. I want to encourage you to uh, take some time. I generally schedule something between Christmas Day and, and uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day where I'll, I'll sit and I'll, I'll review my year and, I'll, and I will find the things that really mattered and the things that really worked for me and the, and the things that didn't work. And I'll identify all those and I will then decide what I take into the next year and what I don't. I, I just want to encourage each one of you to go through that same, same process of finding out the things that are truths, things that have happened to you this year that have really resonated with you and that have actually 
have uh, have reinforced things that you have found to be true in the past. Things that you can take forward with you that are going to give you a great foundation for your continued success. Alex, I just want to say thank you for opening your heart today. You've shared with us that change shows your character, judge less and feel better. God, family and health has been a priority for you. Self-confidence makes a real difference. Invest when everyone waits. That community matters. That leaders show up and knowing God really matters. Thanks for joining us today, Alex, and everyone on the Transformation Station. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Station podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable transformation information can be found at our website, transformationstation.com.au.